welcome to Awakened Wellness. Um, every time I listen to that intro, <laughs> I just get goosebumps. I love it. Um, so this is our very first episode and I'm so happy that you have joined in and you're listening to this particular episode and the conversation that we're about to have. Now, before I really get into the episode itself, I want to take a minute and really talk about Reimagined Radio and how excited I am to be a part of this, you know, this this potent network of people who've, who've got together and um, have decided to bring you these series of conversations that will bring to you very practical, functional, everyday uh, solutions that you can take away straight after the, uh, the episode and implement in your life. Um, on, a, on a whole variety of uh, topics. So I really do hope that you enjoy uh, uh, what we have to offer. And yeah, go ahead and listen to the other episodes on uh, Reimagined uh, Radio. I'm sure there is something for everyone. Um, so I'm Ruby and in this particular uh, series, which is Awakened Wellness, we are going to talk about wellness as a whole and every and any aspect of wellness and um, really cut through the chase and get down to very simple questions and very simple solutions and tips that you can implement um, to thrive in your lives and not just uh, move through uh, a motion of daily living without feeling um, blissful and joyous and connected. So that's my intention. And with that, I wanted to address um, the elephant in the room, so to speak. Um, and the topic of today that we're going to talk about is why are we so bad at wellness? So wellness is a concept that has been around now forever. Uh, if you turn on the TV, pick up a magazine, read a book, um, go on social media, in some format or another, everybody is talking about wellness. Um, it's not an alien concept. It's something that is uh, very well understood, very well known. So it's quite popular. And we do all understand that wellness or being well is good for us. It's a state of good health. Um, it's a sign of a fit body, mind and spirit. Um, and we all know the benefits that come with being well. You know, there are things like um, we feel active or we can do more and accomplish more. We live generally an illness-free uh, life. We live longer. We feel happier. We are more satisfied with who we are and where we are. Um, we um, end up being productive members of our family, our community, our society at large. Um, so we all understand the benefits. We all understand what wellness is. But when it comes down to it, the question is, why are we so careless with our state of wellness? When we know it's that good for us, why do we struggle? Why do most of us struggle with being well? You know, um, 
So just to kind of bring it back and tie it together, I want to be absolutely clear. Wellness includes taking care of our physical self, emotional self, and mental needs. And it also includes some format, one way or, or another, some format of spiritual nourishment. When all these elements come together and are in balance, um, we experience what I'm calling as a state of wellness. Um, so I have been talking to a few people over the last couple of weeks, asking them, um, why do they struggle with wellness or what is their experience with trying to be well? Um, I ended up asking this question even in a group that I'm, I'm a part of. Um, and also I contemplated my own life. Um, and what is my thought process when it comes to uh, wellness? Um, you know, because I'm thinking if it's something that's right for you, it should be a no-brainer and we all should just know what to do. Um, and, and so I listened to them, I heard their conversations, I read their submissions and all of them had, you know, a series of reasons and questions and concerns. Um, all their arguments I felt were valid. Um, and as I went through them, I kind of narrowed this down to a few choicest points, which I think are worth discussing uh, in this particular episode. So the number one um, reason that was shared by people about um, not really being able to do as much as they want to for their state of wellness was um, that people were expecting instant gratification. You know, so we are living in an age where we cannot wait to get something. Everything is now, everything is quick, everything needs to be immediate. Um, our entire lives is, you know, technology uh, for sure and every other um, progress we've made, our entire lives seem to be around how can I shorten the process of me taking an action and me receiving uh, whatever it is I'm after. Now, when it comes to wellness practices and programs, um, the format doesn't seem to fit this particular thinking. You know, um, wellness practices and programs require patience, they require time, and they generally require longer duration of disciplined effort. Uh, for it to really show some traction and for you to really feel the benefits through and through. So that is the, the number one reason. Instant gratification seems to be uh, one of the reasons why we fail when it comes to wellness activities. The second thing that was very common amongst people was uh, the feeling 
of being invincible. <laughs> so very rarely do we move through our daily lives, our waking moments, thinking about our mortality. You know, our brain is not wired like that. Uh, and that's a good thing because if we were thinking about our, de our death and our mortality all the time, uh, we wouldn't be able to get anything done. So in a way, that's a good thing. So what happens is that we we live our daily lives thinking that we have all the time in the world. Um, you know, yes, I want to take care of my health. Yes, I need to take care of this back pain or this knee pain or my diet or start eating uh, start eating more vegetables or fruits or whatever it is. Um, um, I do need to do those things. But you know what? I have all the time in the world. I can do it next week or maybe next month when I have uh, more free free time. So what happens is that we don't think about how time is impacting us. Uh, we feel that it's endless. We feel that it's limitless. And uh, we generally take tomorrow for granted. We know that, yes, I will have a tomorrow. So as such, um, we can, you know, we're able to see why treating something as uh, something as important as wellness, or at least it should be, why we treat that as a to-do list for the next day. And that seemed to be... Um, uh, another common thread with people um, who knew what they had to do to get themselves on track, uh, but they kind of just pushed it forward uh, because something else was more important and tomorrow's another day. The other third thing that um, I noticed when people were talking about wellness um, was that a lot of folks associated the actions required for wellness um, with a concept of taking away from you. So it was, you know, the mindset to wellness, um, it seemed to be, at least in people's head, um, as being difficult, requiring a sacrifice, you know, giving up the good stuff or losing permission to to be who you are or do whatever it is uh, you want. So, so naturally, it's easier to push back against something uh, if you feel that something is going to be taken away from you or um, you have to give up something or sacrifice something. Um, and generally in that state, you kind of stand your ground a little more than you would normally. But th that is another thing that was a repetitive theme that, oh, I love, I love sleeping in too much or I love my chocolate cakes too much or this just feels good and you know, if I had to follow a diet or follow an exercise routine or make changes to um, how I present myself or whatever, um, I'm going to have to give up um, the thing that makes me feel good or the thing that, uh, you know, gives me comfort. And the next thing, the, the fourth point um, that was a common theme amongst people was the general overwhelm and the feeling of being alone in the journey. 
that stood out to me. So a lot of people talked about how overwhelming it is to even begin because there's so much information. There are so many aspects. Um, forget about wellness. I mean, even if you just simply, you know, narrow that down to your physical bodies, um, there's just so many options. There are just so many things that can be done, so many diets, so many opinions, so many blogs that it gets to be a lot. You don't know what's what. And then eventually your mind kind of tires out and you're like, yeah, you know, that's it. I'm not going to bother with this anymore. It, it, it can be, uh, it can get to be um, a lot. And especially, you know, the, the practices and the programs that require you to be disciplined require us to also be mindful to bring an understanding into what it is that we're doing as far as um, our wellness habits are concerned and if you're suddenly starting out or if you want to make that change all that information although that's you know it, it may be good information but it's a lot to take in um and, you know, in fact, in this fast-paced world, choices um, can actually cause an overload of senses instead of actually being helpful. Um, and that, that, that was a struggle with a lot of people. They just didn't want to deal with how much stuff was out there and the decisions and the choices they had to make. You know, and plus... When you are making these changes or when you are um, wanting to be different and, and um, take care of your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health, um, it can feel a little lonely because all of a sudden you feel right, you're the only one with all these challenges and all these issues. Um and you, you get a sense that, you know, I have to do this by myself. Uh, so although at the back of your mind, you do understand that there are other people that struggle, possibly struggle with the same issues that you do. And there are other people that are dealing with changing habits. Uh, when it comes down to it, it seems like a lonely path um, to walk. And that in itself can again trigger a sense of overwhelm um you know and 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 we have to remember that poor choices don't require this kind of effort poor choices are easy to do um and i guess that's why they stay as habits for as long as um they do so these you know all the conversations they pointed out to these four things um, about, um, you know, the instant gratification that we want, about feeling a sense of uh, immortality or feeling invincible uh, so we can push it uh, forward another week, another month, um, or this feeling that I have to give up something or I'm going to lose something, or a feeling of overwhelm and being alone. All of these cumulatively 
um, to me, I think are very valid and solid reasons why most of us fall short of our wellness practice. You know, it's probably a very, very good um, uh, stand. It's a very good list of reasons as to why we don't achieve the state of wellness that we all know is good for us, but, but we kind of struggle and we fall back. Um, so here are a few things that you can keep in mind if you are deciding to take control and actually make those changes in your life. Um, wellness is not difficult. It is not a state that is unachievable. And it's definitely not something that is difficult to get to. Um, and here are four things that, uh, sorry, three things that you can do um, on your journey into wellness. The first thing is don't try to do everything at once. You know, don't try and get the food right, the diet, the exercise, the journaling, uh, you know, evaluating and analyzing uh, your emotional state, you know, attending all these new workshops to learn new skills. Um, the day when you decide that, okay, I'm going to make some change, don't try to make a plan to do it all. Remember, a gradual approach is always the one that sticks. You want to pick something that seems light, easy, and fun and roll with it for some time till it becomes a part of you and then move on to the next thing. Don't try to do everything at once. The second thing would be get help. Surround yourself with people who can support you. Now, get help. It could be a professional. It could be a coach. It could be a family member who's good at... Um, good at an aspect of wellness that you that you strive to be at um, or it could be uh, your friends who are also struggling with similar issues and you kind of join forces to make that change whatever the format is to eliminate that feeling of loneliness and overwhelm you want to get help and surrounding yourself with people that can support you it is so crucial because as you go through the changes, there will be follow-up questions, there will be certain doubts, there will be victories to celebrate, there will be moments where you just want someone to pat you on the back for what you've achieved. Um, and that camaraderie, that kind of support system is invaluable uh, when you are trying to make uh, a move towards a state of wellness. And the third thing, um, and a really important thing is, be gentle with yourself. It's a process. You have to understand that there will, there will be things that you get right. There will be things that you stumble on. There will be things that you thought you knew, but you have to go back and study some more. Uh, you know, that's fine. That's really the journey that you need to be on and that's okay um, don't be overcritical. don't be um, uh, too negative too harsh on yourself remember you are here to live a long fulfilling 
um, life. It's not about what you can achieve in 24 hours. It's a long process. It's a long journey. Um, and it, and, it be, and, it, and eventually it will become your life's work. Um, so keep, you know, close attention to how you're treating yourself. What are you saying to yourself? What's your self-talk? Because that will tell a lot about how you are doing with that change, how you are doing with this whole process. Um, and, and this is also why the second factor, which is surrounding yourself with people that support you, with getting help, it matters a lot. So remember three very simple things. If we are to achieve a state of um, thriving, balanced wellness is whatever we do, we're not going to overwhelm ourselves and try everything at once. Um, we're going to get help and surround ourselves with people who can support us. And we are going to be absolutely gentle and compassionate towards ourselves we're going to show ourselves some love um so i hope that you know some of this spoke to you i hope some of these things uh, i'm i'm positive that are that a lot of these thoughts that we talked about today the struggles that we talked about are your struggles too and i want you to know that that's okay all of us feel the same when it comes to wellness practices and programs um, but like I said before, it's not an unachievable thing. If we keep those three things in mind uh, about taking baby steps and really um, getting help as we transition, uh, it's going to be a walk in the park. It's going to be simple. It's going to be fun. It's going to be joyous. So thank you for listening to today's episode of um, where we discussed why do we struggle with wellness? And I hope that after this and after we employ those three tips, we aren't going to be the people that struggle with wellness anymore. So until next time, where we talk about another delicious topic and what we can do to change our paradigms, to change our mindset. This is Ruby signing off. I'll see you the next episode.